Welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I'm Crutch, and today, like every other show, thank God, I'm joined by two people much smarter than me, the Chief and the Goon. Goon, how are you today, sir? You know, I'm awesome. I'm, I'm not sure I'm much smarter than you. Uh, but uh, it is good to be here. And is it not a lovely evening in Maryland today? Uh, much better than previous evenings. Um, we've had some really nasty weather, which I know for a fact has had some adverse effects on our friend Chief. How are you feeling today, buddy? No headaches, which means that there's no storms. Excellent. I do. We see don't need no freaking weather service. I do see that there's there's not the heat isn't coming back this week, but it looks <clears> like they're predicting storms. Yeah, I gotta get a little wetness. Well, I guess if you're singing at the Montgomery County Fair, that's a problem. But and we talk about that later. I don't see that as a problem. Well, S- I don't see it as a problem. Singing in the rain? No. Yes, Gene Kelly made a lot of money at that. He did, and sounded darn good doing it too. Didn't he though? Was he exerting white privilege? You didn't see black folks singing in the rain. And they weren't golly. And they didn't get paid. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think now of the movie Singing in the Rain. Are there, any, are there any black actors in it? There's no diversity in personage or uh, thought. So it's truly non-diverse. I mean, some of those old movies, they would occasionally have a cook or a maid. Correct. Right. With some with some completely insensitive name, like Mamie. Or Butterfly. But nothing. Well, well, now wait a minute. You're talking about Gone with the Wind, right? No, actually I'm talking about the uh, Jack Benny show. His maid's name was Butterfly. Oh, okay, because Butterfly McQueen was her was, actual stage was her actual that. name. For her, no, this, this was a character. Okay. But but much like Rochester, um, she was actually paid pretty good for the time. You know? Rochester made a bunch of money. Rochester made bank. And in a bad deal. Who is that? What is he, that? He, he, was... has a, he has a voice like um like a rock quarry. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of a gravelly yes boss kind of voice. Uh, and he used the Yes Boss dialect. He was Jack Benny's chauffeur on the Jack Benny show. Chauffeur, right? Uh, yeah, well, you know, in, in general, you know. What, whatever they needed. Right. And uh, he He's developed... a gentleman, actually. Yeah. You know. He developed that whole character into a separate career. Yeah. Really? Almost like... Almost like... Um, what's his name? I don't even know what his real name is. The guy who does the Larry the Cable Guy character. It, oh, his, his real name, name is, his real name is Dan is Dan something. Yeah. Uh, but everybody but knows him as the character. Eddie Rochester. And I cannot remember his last name. I'll have it in the show notes for everybody because, you know, that's what I do. Yep, because there's old people that no one's heard of. Eddie Anderson. Eddie Rochester Anderson. Yes, sir. And you have to be over a certain age to even appreciate the stuff that you're talking about half the time. Only half. The other half, there are old souls who are young people who think that they're old and want to hear this stuff as well. So, You know, i got to give this one to the chief. Uh, Mr. Anderson passed in 1977. I hadn't even graduated from high school, so 
I, I have to concede. I'm trying to think of whether or not the chief was even here. 77? Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. Wait, 16? Oh, you're right. Yeah, you missed it by a year. Yeah. Shucks. I, I believe out of all the things I know, my own age is one of them. <laughs> I, you know, because you are getting older, these are the kinds of things you'll forget. Uh, but since forgetting is not something that I do. Well, not the truth. <laughs> oh, gosh. And who will forget today? I mean, come on. We should be, like, firing off rockets and, 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 and um, you know, there's celebrations all around the world because there's a birth of a brand new nation. Well, rockets have been fired. <laughs> it was indeed. <laughs> That's the truth. And certain people are celebrating and other people are... Well, they're just disappearing. So I don't even think they bury him. I think they just shoot him and let the body rot in the street. Uh, well, I, I don't know about the particulars. I I know that three days ago, when I saw one brave soul who was reporting the news on the ground, you know, Mostly actual peaceful. news. <laughs> yes, it, when when they said. The, the folks who want power now have uh, U.S. armaments and are able to stop the nation's military. It was like, this, this will hopefully be over quickly. When he said quickly, I did not realize that a couple days they could take the entire country. It's been about, what, four days? And the president is for, for those gone. of you who might be living under a rock, the, the former nation of Afghanistan has fallen. Uh, I believe it's now referred to as the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. Run by the Taliban. Daddy so back. if you're an educated woman that wants to have her own mind, yeah, you'll be dead soon if you're there. Yes, you should. If be you're if you're a member of the LG. You the know, alphabet, alphabet squad. Come on. The alphabet squad. I, yes. I thought that was Google. No, that's Alphabet Incorporated. Never mind. So Close enough. If you're a member of the LGBTQIA plus, I'm actually was trying to do it right. But so I am. You're I you're dead. Anyway, anyway, right? same thing. You're dead too. Dave Chappelle said the alphabet, so that's why. Uh, I like if, it. If he if he said it, then I can say it with half as much fear as he had. So you know. I can't Excellent. imagine Chappelle being scared of anything. Well, exactly. He had zero fear, and <laughs> and I'm only he literally honest. had zero Fs to give. <laughs> yes, I mean that when you can tell a person uh, like when your show stinks and you know you bombed, and a person asks for their refund and you said, "Woman, there are many things you're going to get, but you will never get a refund." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when you know you you have the cojones to to basically. Not care whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the Yankee Swamp Fox texted me today about. Uh, you spoke to the Yankee Swamp Fox. I did. Well, I texted. He he and I will talk first about Afghanistan and and what a stain this will be on the otherwise illustrious presidency of Drool and Joe. <laughs> and um, he feels the way we do. You know, what were we there for all that time? However, Trump also wanted to pull the troops out, but... Big difference, and I'll tell you what the difference is, and you're going to love it. Tell me what I the knew difference you, is. I knew you would. The difference is, he wanted to do it during the winter. Now, that may sound silly, okay? But very little 
actual military action takes place during the winter in Afghanistan. Then why did he have pullout orders for March? He had pullout orders for January 30th. Okay, They got moved to March by the Biden administration, who then moved them to May, who then moved them to August, who then moved them to August 31st. Okay. Well, how did they get moved to August 31st if they got pulled out but then sent back in? Yeah, isn't it wonderful we pulled out 2,500, we're sending back 6,000? I don't... That's not quite a pull. See, it's more push, isn't it? So is this is this more Common Core, you know, seeping its head into? <laughs> this is, this it, is. it is. <laughs> if Johnny has twenty five hundred soldiers, and, and Rashid and Rashid blows up a country, Johnny needs six thousand soldiers. Wait a minute, Rashid is not a traditional Afghan name. I know. I just I don't know any traditional Afghan names. I probably should learn. Would Abdul be one? No. No, that'd probably be more like Egyptian, wouldn't it? So you got to remember, the stands are different. The with the stands, uh, a lot of them. It depend depends on how close they were to Russia. They will follow Russian tradition. But uh, that one should be closer to Pakistani tradition. Well, actually, popular baby names in Afghanistan. Abdul Alim, Abdul Azim, Abdul Aziz, Abdul Badi. Yes. Okay, so Abdul does work. No. What did you just see? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. With the hyphen and the extension, right? Yes. Right, because I worked with a man many moons ago whose uh, name was Abdul Aziz. And we Servant called him, of the Almighty. We called him Aziz. So uh, think of it like the Irish and, and what ends at the Because Abdul end. means servant of, right? It, look, they're slaves, okay? That's, but they yeah. want to be slaves to uh, Allah. The Almighty. Well, right. that's why you can tell. I, I Well, I heard a joke, and it was, uh, it was something that only mostly Arabs and Middle Easterners would get, and it was in regards to Wallahi which is basically the, oh my goodness, but over there. And if you were uh, Yemenis or mm -hmm. uh, from wherever Ilhan Omar is from, that is that is how you can, if, if every other word is that, then you, you know you know that's where they're from. But uh, 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 if it was inshallah, then you know it was a, it was an, Arab or wannabe Arab uh, speaking place. Mm. And it was much funnier the way he said it, but, you know, it, <laughs> my, my delivery is horrible. But either way. I've been see yes. They, I've been seeing a lot of guys um, on my YouTube um, feed who are um, pasty white guys who are polyglots, people who speak multiple languages. Yes. And, um, one particular guy who speaks um, does a lot of um, episodes in Chinese because he's very, very, very good at Cantonese. But he's he's learned a number of different languages. Um, so he's branching out, and you know he's always being told you should try Arabic. You should really try to learn Arabic. So he picked a particular dialect that was prevalent in the New York area, where near where he lives, like a lot of shops and stores and and food places and restaurants, just so he could practice. And um, 
it's really kind of neat when you see folks, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, pasty white boy is speaking your, your lingo. Um, they, they really, the whole attitude just turns on a dime from just, oh, you know, another foreigner customer to, oh, you know, he's making an effort. It'd be nice if we all made the effort, I guess. Yeah, but we're American. And as a, if you watch any of the, uh, reverse scam people who get scammed and then other people who record it and just try to waste their time mm-hmm. if they get to talking and and uh say you know why are you doing this the answer usually is uh because you're american and you can afford to give some of that up so mm. yeah i don't know how many it people sucks having all the money i guess i wish i knew well, we don't, and but that's and it, people who thought that man America has it together, uh, <laughs> they look look how little time it took for it to not happen. Yes, they they should be singing a different tune now. It's not good that they're singing a different tune, but you know. Yes, what, thank you, thank you, Drew and Joe. I it was happening before. We were we were on the downward spiral. It's, this is we, like we've been we've been on the downward spirals for like the last four presidents at least. Heck, Reagan really, you know. Well, I always thought when we went into we we went in there after nine eleven, mm. my plan would have been listen, we're gonna bomb the life right out of them and then we're gonna leave and kind of watch from afar. Okay, bomb the life out of who? The people who were responsible, we never even went after. They were Saudis. This is what I don't get. We yeah, we really should have bombed Mecca. No, I'm just kidding. No. Well, see, this is this is yeah. how the show starts getting death threats. Chief, you're going to be my uh, um, you're going to be my Secretary of Defense if I ever gain the White House. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, think about how many. I can't. I was going to have right? a crutch, but I, I can't do that. No, no I, I need I need no way I can be smarter than the House. Even today, there's a sign that says, I can't go. <laughs> what? What sign would that be? Uh, no crutch allowed. I never saw that sign. It's in, in almost every post office. House. I just <laughs> wanted. Hey, there are pictures of my kids at the White House. We did not see any signage of the sort. So. You, you know why? Why? Because the signs were at my level. Okay, this my my kids were like eight and nine, so they were at your level. <laughs> no, ah! I think they were still talking. <laughs> nice, that's nice. <laughs> nice, nice. Swinging a hit, fly ball into the left side, <laughs> and it is gone. <sighs> but seriously, uh, but seriously, now, if we if we're ever going to talk about nine eleven, the people that probably should it comes up in a month. You know. the, the, and that's when someone wanted to do something. But besides that, mm-hmm. the people that were responsible were never held responsible. The people that mm-hmm. we empowered to even do it, were, we just did again, literally. So it's like, how did they get all the munitions? Oh, we left it over there when we did something. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what the case is. We're our worst enemy every time. So, so now uh, people... If, if we do not get all the sympathizers and people who helped us out, then no one would want to help us again. And I wouldn't even want people to help us because I would say, holy smoke, we're just going to hose them again. 
So, you know, if uh, if Goon were to ascend to presidency, which as crazy Did as... Did he say things... presidency or just power? Presidency. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I... There, there, are, there are reasons to believe that the damage that has currently been done, I don't know how we undo it, especially if they start expanding. Because why would you stop with one country if you can uh, now forcefully spread your beliefs into other places? Mm-hmm. With the full backing of China, Russia, and Iran to various levels. With, with U.S. munitions. With U.S. munitions, right. Mm-hmm. Now, awesome. Uh, it's too so, bad we don't have a switch that you can just throw and all of our munitions explode simultaneously. That'd be a surprise, wouldn't it? Yeah, or, or you know, putting them all in one place and then bombing that place, you know, so that... Uh, put RFI on each one, and we just use smart bombs to find them. But see, bomb the bombs. So again, we, the the problem with violence is only it begets more violence. If you if you were to put it all in one place and then blow it up with no casualties and everything, then all mm-hmm. you're doing is cleaning up the mess that you literally left in a country. But not if you kill all the bad people, chief. Okay, so determine who's bad. <laughs> Everybody we don't like, apparently. Anybody anybody we see moving. Okay, but see, and that's and and then when they think that was that was Vietnam. Oh wait, we've seen this story before, right? Yeah, we know how that one ends too, mm-hmm. right? So then, you, they're still you, they're still clearing out landmines from Vietnam. Okay, so yeah, there's that. Do um do you want to hear about the rest of the stuff I talked about with the Yankee Swamp Box? Yeah, it I mean, isn't politically based. I think we got worked up enough about that one. So that's what yeah. I was. I was getting a little worried. Let's move about on to you. a lighter topic. How yes. is this? Uh, he's he's doing well. He was talking with me about uh, getting my generator started. The fine piece of uh, highly uh, uh, fine-tuned equipment you received from Mr. Browning. It is, but it it it, it won't start. Right, bro. So uh, I got uh, um, about five gallons of brand new gas and put it in, yeah. and the fuel and the fuel system was bone dry. Mr. Browning did an excellent job. As far as I can see, he did everything right. Rather than shut it off, he let the tank drain and he kept the gas uh, line um, turned on so that the engine starved itself of gas. And that takes mm-hmm. all that. That means you don't get sticky gunk in the carburetor. That's what I did for the snowblower. Yep. You put it away for the summer. So I put everything There's in. There's a lot of snow in the summer. Right. And I expected. I expected to, uh, um, you know, have to pull on it a few times to get the fuel through the system and then it would start right up and it did i did get it you know so so swamp fox and i were talking about how this is like a family tradition i cannot tell you the number of times that he and i and our fathers have bought something and then you get to spend a little while tinkering with it to make it work Mm, because it was such a deal uh, sometimes that's it sometimes it's i don't know maybe it's a family curse for all i know it's an interesting uh, curse to have. It it is, it is, and uh, and and I was talking to him about the different things I could do, and uh, I think, and I said, you know, I should probably go get a new spark plug. Now on this show, I've talked about my dad's experience with with pranking people with spark plugs, and then not pranking people with spark plugs because he wouldn't buy one; they were expensive, and he didn't want to change them. 
So he'd wire they do, brush. They do, they do wear out. Yeah, he didn't believe that. Oh. And and I got a text when I said that. Almost immediately, I got a text back that went, "Hey, what would your father say?" I go, "Okay, it can't be the spark plug." <laughs> and he said, "Good boy." Uh, so I, after that, I did manage to get it to run for about ten seconds. <clears throat> it was well, then. But well, I got a lot of white smoke out of it, which is probably a new pope. Either that, yeah. Well, that would make you happy, wouldn't it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Pope Crutch. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's, it's you, man. They're bringing you the white hat. No, no, I'll tell you why. Because the first thing I would do is investigate the entire banking system, and I'd end up like John Paul I. Ah. I, well. don't, I don't know the legacy of the Pope. Okay, you know who John Paul II was? Yeah, because he, he was he's fancy, a famous, famous, famous guy from Pope. Poland. Okay. Darn Prior to him, there was a Pope John Paul I, obviously, who lasted a very short period of time, died in his sleep. Perfectly healthy guy, died in his sleep. Uh, turns out he was involved in a major investigation of the Vatican Bank and its ties to organized crime. I'll leave you to fill in the blank. Okay, so he just didn't have the proper protection. Right. That would be a thing that you could at least, you know, remedy and then carry on those works. Would the, would the Ogren move to Italy? Uh, no, they would not. But Would the Siberian Express move to Italy? Uh, she doesn't need to move. She just, oh, no, no, you don't understand. She, she would have full-time employment. <laughs> well, I will say there was a... I couldn't tell if I was having a dream and I was like being... We, we watched uh, uh, the, the Plague Doctor versus Major Grom, which was a Russian movie. And yeah, okay. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> yeah, most people haven't. <laughs> New part of MCU. I <laughs> uh, so, I'm, I, again, I'm trying to, I'm still trying to get better. And it's, it's ridiculous that I keep hearing the same word, but I'll see different translations for it. I know what the word means. It's like, uh, if I were to say positive, you know that it is the opposite of negative. Mm-hmm. In context, could be charges, you know, uh, electrical. It could be a, a statement. But basically, uh, it meant it, every time they would say positive, it was like saying good. Mm. And and I was like, wait a minute. I know what good is, but positive is that it's different. And you don't say, you know, like, how are you doing? I'm doing positive. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you can't... Uh, the, Translation services for uh, closed captioning were a little suspect, is all I'm trying to say. But either way, uh, after watching that, uh, I was having dreams that I was being interrogated because the Cy- things were happening around the world while the Siberian Express was having vacations. They were tired of the coincidences, and they were deciding <laughs> to, to step in. Wow. And wow. And... Much like the Are you hood sure of- it was a dream? Because, you know, the after effects of certain, um, in, um, you know, interrogation drugs will leave a, you know, did this really happen effect on you? Well, this is this is why much I would have taken home the gold in the hood Olympics, because <laughs> I, there was no snitching involved. Wow. Look at you. Did you explain this to the Siberian Express? And were you duly rewarded? 
why would I tell her about potential dreams of of what may have happened to me and things that she would have to answer for later on? I didn't. Hasn't she had dreams about you that you did something in her dream and she's been mad about? Yes. Well, but, okay. Turnabout's fair play. No, this is. No, it isn't. Uh, <laughs> how how long have you been married? Almost thirty years. Right. And has has Turnabout ever been fair play? Why never, Chief? The goon, never. The goon raises his hand to answer this. No, Chief. <laughs> so, why would I make an obvious mistake? Because of the three of us, you have the you have the only chance of it, you know, actually, you know, happening. We're we're, we're living vicariously through you. I I, yes, I, I I give her enough grief when she does something that we both know is wrong, and I stare at her with the implied face palm. You know, it's not the actual one. It's, <laughs> it doesn't even need hands. Yes, both eyebrows go up. You, if I had glasses, I'd be looking over them. Uh, <laughs> You, know, you should if, buy just a pair of frames, no glass, just so you, you can bring it down to the end of your nose. And go, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so, Chief, I also watched a bad movie this weekend. Well, I never said it was bad. I just said it was okay, watching. Well, well, the, the one I watched was bad. What did you watch? I watched The Return, 1970, I The believe. Return of what? It's called The Return. And it has some people you've heard of. It has uh, Sybil Shepherd. Very young. It has Jan Michael Vincent. Apparently also, not when not when 19, he was sober. Nineteen eighty. Um, uh, uh, the guy from Space nineteen ninety nine, the male lead, Martin. Oh, I know who you're taking up. Yes, he was also on Mission Impossible. Right, Crouch. It's yep, not yep. Martin. Martin. Martin um, Landau. Martin. Martin Landau. Thank you. Oh, Raymond, Raymond Burr. Burr. Now, you would think that that would make it a good movie, right? Right. Wrong. Okay. If you want to watch this movie and you can tell me what the plot was and what actually happened, that would be great. <laughs> so all of the rednecks in the redneck town where the aliens come, the aliens come oh, and, and... There do, you go. Aliens. Okay. They visit <laughs> these children when they're little. <clears throat> and they grow up to be Jan Michael Vincent and Sybil Shepherd. And they go back to the town, and they're collecting scientific data, and it's all about cattle mutilations. Well, there you go. And the town's mad at them, but Jan is a a, a deputy, and he's constantly in his cruiser drinking a beer as they go along. Just the the obvious leftist views of rednecks is is pretty pretty humorous in this movie. But there's no plot. 3.7 out of 10. Yes. (laughs) I, I wanted to watch a 70s science fiction movie and this came up and i'm like all right i'll give it a try and it was after the first 10 minutes i was like this is awful and i don't know i must have been channeling chief because it was like i I have to watch it so wait i am i have a question yes yes is this in this movie did the prospector like try to stab a kid with a blue glowing item and then it, was surprised. Yes, you've seen it. Oh my goodness. So yes, I was a little kid and I had nightmares about this because I couldn't tell what it was about. <laughs> because I, 40 I, years later, you still can't. 
No, because he he was uh he was attacking her, and and the dude from Airwolf was there, and yep, that's Jan yep. Michael Vincent, and, uh, and I'm like, what's and and he looks freaky enough with his sunken eyes as it was, so I couldn't tell if he was one of the aliens, or or he was trying to expand. I, I didn't know, I didn't know. This was around the time, uh, the guy who made. The movies that Engineer Fourquarts told us about, you know, like uh, Brazil and that other freaky thing. He made like, it, it wasn't, it was like Time, it was Time Bandits or something. Oh, Time Bandits. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that was another one where I, I couldn't understand, but apparently that was a trilogy. So that takes place in the same universe as Brazil and whatever... Four Course also had us watch. <laughs> I wish this one was a trilogy because maybe in the second movie they tell you what was going on. But yes, that's uh, that's exactly right. The prospector was walking around with a glowing knife, mutilating cattle and people. Awesome. Oops, you saw me doing it. You have to die. See ya. Yeah, but he attacked the kids and it didn't work, and then he got all scared. Right. And I was like, it "What happened?" Work. Right. And then they they toss him into the Twilight Zone time tunnel whatever <laughs> and uh, um, and then and then the other two characters the kids mm. jump into the tunnel because it's time to go and then the last scene has them being beamed back to earth and it ends with a bible quote really? and and that is when uh, hurricane heard me yell golly what's going on here <laughs> I I think I turned it off after that, because I wasn't. There isn't anything after that. They roll the credits. Uh, see, I, no, it was. All right, so I do. I'm I'm pulling memories from what, like six years, eight years old. It was I was real young. I know which house I saw it in. I know <laughs> there was a. <sighs> I can't remember what I had for lunch last week. You, you remember uh, tales from the crypt. And how? Yes. yes. So we had it, there was there was a I I don't know if it was Fox, but there was there was like some UHF sta- station which Fox wasn't uh, that would do you know horror flicks and things of that nature, which uh, this was on because it also did like uh, man. All the other Tales from the Crypt stuff and, and the spin-off Tales from the Crypt things where it was just, you know, like uh, Tales from the Hood and other <laughs> other that tales. Was, that sounds like Eddie Murphy's version. Uh, no, it was David Alan Greer, actually. Ah, nice. It was terrible. Uh, on Saturday, after I sparred for the first time in 18 months, which I'm paying for today, Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I'm not so eager to go out and tug on the uh, pull start for the generator very much more. Um, I found a Polish deli called Polka Dot Deli on my way home from Taekwondo. So I pulled in and the two nice Polish ladies that run the place that was filled with, with Polish people. I know they were speaking Polish because I recognize some of the words, even if I don't know what they mean. And this was an authentic bring me back to my youth. There was a Polish market in the next town over. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had all the cold cuts I remember. 
So I got a kielbasa Reuben and brought it home. Mm. Mm. I noticed that they have a Polish sampler plate that the three of us could go and get and eat. I'm pretty sure it's well, what for would you one... and I get eat then? Well, we would get we would get one for the chief, and you and I would split another one. <laughs> okay. So that's a dangerous area that you were in. Where over in Hillendale? That's a that's Colesville area. Yeah, yeah, it's right on the edge of Hillendale. I I just remember it, in any direction you were going to uh, see uh, Cholo Wars. Oh, I thought you were saying it was going to be like the Polish Mafia. No, uh, I lived in that area because uh, if you went down Randolph, you'd go to you'd see Westover Elementary next that's to Sherwood Forest, and that's where I went for ah, okay for second grade. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember when Hurricane and I first moved here, we were further down Randolph, almost to Georgia, at Winnicksburg Manor Apartments. Man, so uh, so you were poor, is what you were saying? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because I yeah, we we were we were Section Eight living, so it was it was a little different. Once the Metro came in, they made the apartments too expensive, but we had moved out to Olney by then. Yeah, that, uh, that place got actually got cleaned up really well. Gen- gentrified? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, well, I, meant... I can go and get the platters and bring them to us because there's no place to eat there anyway. And I just meant the streets were clean, uh, as in hobos not on every corner uh, displaying <laughs> strange uh, fecal art. Because, <laughs> because they've all moved to San Francisco. The, uh, they had a list of uh, famous poles in uh, Marbella, which, which I thought I would uh, 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 tell you about. Did, did you tell them about the Happy Pole Corporation? I did not. <laughs> I did not. I did not yet have our business cards. Oh, man. But oh, I will leave but, one but the next time. Thankfully, we there. have business cards now. We do. We do, and I will bring them to you both this week. Yep, I'm, I'm sure people will love to be regaled about what goes on in the lives of individuals that they have no idea who they are. And, and yet, somehow, we are still, uh, you know, topping the, the 100 in certain demographics. How, Which is crazy. Yeah. Well, most of them I'm telling the ladies at the deli that we like pierogi. Are yes. You, are you hoping for like a free, free plug? Yes. Okay. And free progress. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why I'm plugging the uh, famous polls uh, that they had on their billboard. I, I guess you can guess who was number one. Uh, I'm certain that uh, Crutch can. Uh, let me think. Uh, Bobby Fenton. No, the please hit yourself. Please hit yourself. <laughs> Aw, <laughs> bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, uh, John Paul II. Oh, okay. Right. Carol, Carol Wojtyla. Wojtyla, yes. And uh, um, Carol. Is he correcting my Polish, Chief? <laughs> Man. Do you know, you, you know that's, he's appropriating my culture. Uh, so, in this Olympic event, which would be called instigating... <laughs> <laughs> 
Crutch is now, ta you know, he's in line for the gold. <laughs> if no one can stop this, he will be taking it home. <laughs> so, I mean, my apologies, sir. The goon. Continues. Do I come down? Do I come down to the Italian restaurant and knock the broom out of your hand while you're working? <laughs> No, no, you don't. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, so there was also uh, Chopin. Oh yeah, Mr. Chopin. Yes. <laughs> Although I got to be honest with you, Chopin doesn't really sound Polish. No, it doesn't. It sounds French. It does. Okay. But but nevertheless, uh, there is uh, Nicholas uh, Copernicus. Oh man, I almost thought you were going to say Nicholas Cage, and I was like, Cap, <laughs> I got to call no. lie on this one. <clears throat> For no one, one no one, one would thing, claim his him. last name is not Cage. Yeah, well, Ford Coppola doesn't have the same <laughs> ring as Cage. So. Right. I think he's just Coppola. He's not Ford Coppola. Yeah, but Friedrich Chopin was a Polish composer. Right? Yes, he was. An outstanding composer. And the last one was uh, a woman <clears throat> named Maria Sklodowska. She was a scientist. Oh, there you go. But uh, um, she used her married name uh, everywhere except Poland. Would that be Curie? It would be Curie. Which I did not know. But I'm looking at a picture of, of her here, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see it now. We actually do have pictures of her. We do. I have one here that uh, says circa 1920 on uh, Wikipedia. So there is a picture floating around on the internet, which I think is just amazing, of a woman who was 20 years old at the time of the American Revolution, and it's a photograph of her. She lived to be like 106, and this is like one of the very first photographs ever taken. And I'm thinking to myself, you saw the birth of this country. It's like crazy. Wow. Yeah. By, by the way, as I was reminiscing at the deli, I thought about the, the Polish deli that we used to go to and started, uh, you know, going through Wikipedia to see if there were any photos. And I actually found a picture of the woman who, of the, it was a husband and wife who ran the market. And I found her picture. And found that she lived to be 103. I know. It was just interesting that even today, something that um, she passed in 2000, 2020, actually. She passed in 2020, and there's still photos of her, and I could still find a little bit about the market, which has been gone for, gee, I don't know how long. Quite a while. Hmm. That is a while. I, I only saw that one of my great-grandparents uh, was born in 1883 and died in 1980. So wow. that was, they, they got to see everything in regards to how, you know, uh, people treated uh, people that looked like her to the point of acceptance and my family, you know, my sibling's birth, which which would have been uh, an impossibility when she yeah. was growing up. At least willing birth, because 
uh, a lot of stuff happened and, and they didn't want it to happen, but it happened anyway. So amazing stuff. If only you could talk to them, what would you ask, Goon? Oh my God. You know, so like, many things. Chopin? Uh, no. Or Revolutionary War people. Yes. Ah. Uh, you know, what What were you thinking? <laughs> how? I would really want to know, how did you put together a system of government that has lasted this long and gone through so many unanticipated things? I would, I would respond back to you was, uh, what you have now is nothing like we had. What have you done to our perfectly good system? It wasn't perfectly good. The whole thing was to distrust. No, but it was towards a more perfect union. It was to distrust the system itself. That's what That yes. was one of the great things. You don't centralize power. The more you split it up, the harder it is for things to happen, which are currently happening, but it was very hard to get there. See, And there's always a possibility of setting it right. Yes. If the places take back the power that they have and the branches decide that they're equal branches and... You know, it doesn't matter if, if you're my party, your party. We suck up to uh, whoever our boss is. We get rid of those things, and then we'll be back on the correct path. I agree. Yes, but you do realize that the concept of co-equal branches of the government is actually a slight misnomer. Because the legislative branch was supposed to be superior. Well, it can't be, because... No, because the executive was just supposed to enact the laws. What you were supposed to have is people of good character in the legislative branch making laws for the good of the country, as opposed to what we have there, which are politicians. Well, That's where things failed. I really okay. do think a lot of that is our <laughs> failure to, to amend the Constitution to say, you can't have a career doing this. Well, up until World War and, II, nobody thought to have a career doing that. Right. Well, <laughs> Well, I don't know about up until World War II. Well, okay, so after World War II, Congress voted themselves a pension. Then it became a career. Fair enough. Uh, but, I mean, the idea was, okay, you're a computer guy, Crutch. You're going to serve for a couple years, and we're going to have the benefit of your perspective. And then I'm going to go back to being a computer guy. Right, and and then we'll have the Siberian Express come in and give us her perspective from the... Uh, uh, medical profession I don't think she she doesn't want to be you know her her voice documented anywhere so. <laughs> I, 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 assuming that she would be willing to do it I, I can let you know the answer to that even when I I said the phone is for you she, she says I don't want it so <laughs> I was like but they called did, for did, you did they at least get does she is her picture on her driver's license there is a picture Crutch, we, we talked about why do you why do you ask these questions? Um, because because you I'm just tired of living, I guess. <laughs> you enjoy making yourself a target. Is that what it is? I already have the tan pants and red shirt. So. All right, <laughs> tan pants. That's a that's a good call. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so um, so the other thing I wanted to talk to you talk to you guys about today is since we're talking about people. Is uh, Crutch and I had a long conversation about people who take no responsibility. Oh my gosh, yes. 
Um, you know that um, one of the groups I used to sing with is singing at the uh, People's Republic of Montgomery County Fair this week. And their first show was on Friday at 5.30 mm-hmm. p.m. What was the weather like then, gentlemen? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, can, I can answer this one because yep. I was in a movie theater and we could hear the rain from inside the movie theater. It was yeah, boring. It was bad. When you are in entertainment... Mm-hmm. There is a phrase, the show must go on. Yes. What does that mean? Do you need to be sending messages to everybody about whether you're driving to the site if it's raining or not? No, you should just be driving to the site. You shouldn't be texting while driving anyway. Well, and, and, and to be fair, mm. this particular venue is a covered stage with open sides. It's a, it's, it's a, like a tent but it's a permanent structure over t- over the top of you, not a tent. And they roll in the back of a, of a semi-truck that has the side open up, and that's your stage area. Got it. And they bring in, you know, the power that you need for your systems and such. But it's up to the people we have the contract with to say you're singing or it's postponed or it's canceled because it isn't safe. They need to make that call. Wouldn't right. you agree? Tell, yes. Please stop me when I'm unreasonable. So why do I get 30 messages, even with people going, well, maybe we should take a vote on whether we should do this or not? And this is, frankly, one of the reasons why I'm not eager to go back and sing with them, because of all of this baloney, by golly. You proud of me there, Chief? Yeah, well, I well done. But people keep casting aspersions on baloney. I'm sorry. Anyway, we did But, this. I mean, you know, I would drive to the we we park in a parking lot that has a bus service over to the fair so that we can all meet and we can all get our our our, uh, our passes to get in and then we go to a tent in the volunteer area where they have cold drinks and such so to me i at least go to the parking lot and wait it out and if it's raining cats and dogs then you know Step i should poodle. yeah i should bring an umbrella maybe or i you guys know gabriella iglesias right fluffy Yes. Yeah. He does this wonderful bit about being in Hawaii for two different kinds of tours of the island of Oahu to go to a luau. Mm-hmm. One yes. is, he doesn't say who it is, but I can tell you who it is. It's the Mormons and their Polynesian Cultural Center. And he uses that uh, that high-pitched girl voice that he does <laughs> with the girl going, and we're going to stop at a... You know, are there any questions? We're going to stop at a at a, a convenience store so you can uh, you can get some cold drinks, and we'll be there in about thirty five minutes. And uh, uh, you know, well, and and the question she gets are, what happens if it rains? Oh, well, you can buy a poncho or an umbrella. And then they go to uh, he gives the real name Germain's Luau, which I have been on. Really, and I'm pretty sure. That the guy that he uh, calls out and that he imitates Mm -hmm. is the same guy I had as the host. (laughs) A real Hawaiian. Because somebody said, hey, hey, what time are we going to get there? And the guy's like, look, bro, we're going to we on Hawaiian time now. We're going to get there when we get there. (laughs) Well, what happens if it rains? We're going to get wet. (laughs) And these are the kind of answers I wanted to give to the emails. Just, you got to get out there. But I'm scared. It's, you know, uh, it's not safe. And I wouldn't feel safe doing this. You you signed up to be an entertainer. 
The show must go on. We don't like vote it. on it. Right. We don't now. Now, if like, we like get, it says in the song, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. When we get there, if the venue says, "I'm sorry, it's too dangerous to to perform in in the show," so you are relieved for that night. Yes, mm-hmm. you've wasted some of your time going to the venue. Mm-hmm. But you're in your car in the middle of a lightning storm. That isn't a terrible place to be. Very well grounded. You know, uh, <laughs> well, nicely done, sir. Wow. I just, I was so uh, uh, amazed at how much chatter was there. And, you know, only our president, and, and God bless him. Uh, look, I'm in contact with the venue. We'll let you know what we when we know. And I don't know what happened because I did get a, okay, we're here. The people that come on after us are setting up on the stage like they didn't post, you know, push everything. Okay, well, we got to go find for, with the venue what's going on. But that isn't cause, you know, and I'm sorry to be preaching about it. It's not even cause to be angry. It's part of the cost of doing business. Yep. It's part of the cost of learning to be a professional in the entertainment industry. This happens. And oh, by the way, when you're doing fairs and stuff that are outside, especially in the summer, you're going to get disrupted. Yeah, the same way it does that. <laughs> yeah, well, well, if you're in New England in the winter and there's a blizzard on the night of your show, you might, you know, if it was good enough for Neil Diamond to cancel because he didn't want people, you know, braving the roads to come out then, mm-hmm. you know, you suck it up. And I'm just, people take no responsibility. It's all about my safety. And it, and it just, yeah, I guess we see it all over. It disappointed me. My friend who's trying to sell her house, the one who's moving to the uh, Eastern shore, mm-hmm. a lot of the buyers are millennials and they're, oh, well, the house has a pink bathroom. I don't like it. And it's not close enough to amenities. Chief, you know the I don't area. I know yes? where that is. You, you know you know where Ashton is, Chief? Yes. So her house is in Ashton, and it's too far from the gym in Olman. Which, that's what? It's less than five miles. Uh, from It's literally down 29. <laughs> or, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, for us, you would go up 650, about a mile, and then over 108 to Olney, which is about yeah, she could take- three or four. 108 to 97 or wherever. It doesn't matter. Man, it's just down the, literally down the street. You go. But, but, but for the spoiled millennials, like if I had a house with a pink bathroom and I really didn't like it and you were charging, say, uh, 300,000, I would say, it really needs to change the bathroom. Would you accept 280? I, I could and I'd say- see what you say. Because I can change that. Yes. But these guys know everything must be perfect. And and again, you're taking no responsibility to make this your own. Well, not only that, but, you know, if enough of that bunch decides to start having votes and stuff, um, then, you know, people are not people are going to remember that and say, yeah, I don't want to hire them because they bail at the last second. There you go. Oh, wait, no, that's America. Because that's that's what we do. Oh, wait, we're already back to the beginning of the story. Look at that. And the circle is now completely, oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, oh, 
oh, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Thank you, Emily Latella. Well, folks, uh, I know from one for sure Mr. Browning will be thrilled with the fact that we ran a little longer than we normally do. Uh, but it was good to let let Goon get this off his massive Polish chest. And, not quite uh, done yet. Well, there's always see. next week. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be when we do a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode brought to you by whining. Why actually do what you said you would do when you can get out of it by childish whining? It might snow in the winter. It's too hot in the summer. There might be lightning. The show must go on, you sheep. You committed. Now be men and women, not sheep. Men and women do the shearing. Sheep get cut. A public service rant from the happy pole. And Browning's House of Electricity. Need a generator? Mr. Browning supplies you with the best equipment at modest prices. Iced coffee not sold here. And Goon's Glacial Business Card Service. Giving you all the power and speed of a glacier. Sure, they don't cost much, but you get them unhurried and carefully done. Order now. <laughs>